This podcast is a compilation of the lessons we have learned in the last few weeks on communication. Communication is the biggest key to unlocking a relationship. Why is communication so important? Communication allows us to interact with others, improve relationships, and connect. As Tony Robbins says, the way we communicate with others and with ourselves ultimately determines the quality of our lives. We will focus on five segments which are fall in love with reading, journal it, I hear you, always know what to say, and silent language. What makes these segments of communication so important? When we read, we comprehend different perspectives and gain knowledge in different topics. Writing encourages us to put down our thoughts and emotions on paper while treasuring our ideas and memories. Listening allows us to gain information from others and make them feel valued. Speaking enables us to communicate our opinions and experiences. A balanced and good conversation involves equal amounts of speaking and listening. Finally, nonverbal communication. When we communicate without the use of spoken language, we communicate not just our thoughts, but also our emotions and feelings. Be a connector, not a mere communicator. We are now going to learn about fall in love with reading. Bill Gates says, Every book teaches me something new or helps me see things differently. I was watching this show called Inside Bill's Brain on Netflix. In the show, I noticed that Bill always carried a bag with him full of books. Don't you think it is a great habit to carry books to keep learning on the go? It is actually funny how we might carry games or food when he carries books. Forbes conducted an interview with Bill's dad and they asked him the question, what sort of a child was Bill? He says, just about every kind of book interested him. Encyclopedias, science fiction, you name it. I was thrilled that my son was such an avid reader, but he read so much that Bill's mother and I had to institute a rule. No books at the dinner table. Reading allows us to expand our knowledge in all aspects. Sometimes we feel like what we read we forget the next hour. So, what can we do to make the most of our reading time? Bill Gates gives us three tips we can follow. Take notes in the margins. Don't start what you can't finish and block out an hour. When we take notes in the margins, we start thinking about the topic more deeply, which engages us in the book. This allows us to make the most of the book. Starting a book only if we can finish it ensures we are not wasting time. If we read half of a book 
and never bother finishing it, we wasted time reading the first half. Finally, allocating an hour. This method works because we can really dive deep in and get to the core of our concentration and learn something. Following these methods will help us to make the most of our reading time. These methods have helped me and I hope they will help you make the best out of any book you read. Abraham Lincoln said, I feel the need of reading. It is a loss to a man not to have grown up among books. Remember, all successful people like Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett spend most of their time reading. Buffett estimates he spends as much as 80% of his time on an average day reading. J.K. Rowling remarked, If you don't like to read, you haven't found the right book yet. Get a hang of a book today and cultivate the habit of reading. Louise Lamour said, Start writing no matter what. The water does not flow until the faucet is turned on. Sometimes when we write, we struggle to convey what we actually want to say. We might mean to say something, but our writing confused the reader and they misinterpreted it. When writing is misinterpreted, it can have consequences. So, how should we communicate clearly through writing? We can follow goal, details, outline, and edit. Writing with a goal in mind helps us to convey our point clearly. When writing with a goal, we know why and what we are writing. We will have a purpose. Including only relevant details makes the reader understand our goal without confusion. If we meant to talk about headphones but then ended up talking about a water bottle, the reader probably won't understand what we are saying. Having an outline helps us to organize our thinking and jot down relevant ideas. Editing our writing before sending or submitting will help us to check for silly errors such as spelling and grammar. An important thing to remember while editing is reading it out loud and reading it from a reader's perspective. Following these will enable us to become a better writer. C.S. Louise states, you can make anything by writing. When we write, we open up ourselves to paper. Once we start writing and getting into the flow, our thoughts and emotions naturally start to be written down. Writing also allows us to put down our ideas and memories. What we wrote a few years ago becomes a memory when we read them again. Ideas we have today will become startups tomorrow only if we are willing to write them down. Anne Frank felt, I can shake off everything as I write. My sorrows disappear 
My courage is reborn. Listening and speaking are integral parts of communication. Napoleon Hill stated, Think twice before you speak, because your words and influence will plant the seed of either success or failure in the mind of another. However, we have to learn to say the right thing at the right time. Linda Lambert found out, one good conversation can shift the direction of change forever. What should we do in order to become an efficient speaker? Following these four steps can help us to become a better communicator of our thoughts. Stop using filler words, ask questions, know your goal, and do not repeat yourself. Using filler words can make a conversation uninteresting. When we use filler words such as, um, uh, we're saying we're not confident about what we're talking and we're not interested in talking to the other person. We also communicate that we have no clue on what we're speaking. Asking questions involves us in the conversation and keeps the momentum of the conversation going. When asking questions, we can learn more about the other person. When we know more about them, we can connect with them through our conversations. Every time we have a conversation, we have a goal we want to accomplish. Starting a conversation without a goal ends the conversation soon and sometimes it can lead to unhealthy arguments which we never meant to have. Not having a goal in our conversation makes us repeat the same things over and over again. This makes the conversation not worthwhile. Remembering the four steps can help us to have more effective conversations. Zig Ziglar said, you never know when a moment and a few sincere words can have an impact on a life. Let's create an impact with our words. Stephen R. Covey said, most people do not listen with the intent to understand. They listen with the intent to reply. We all want to talk more about what we think and listen less to what others think. Changing that phrase to listen more about what others think and talk less about what we think can drastically improve relationships. Just listening to what a person has to say even if it doesn't pick our interest, will make people want to talk with us because we made them feel valued. Dale Carnegie stated, listening is one of the highest compliments we can pay anyone. Good listening is not easy, but it has a variety of benefits. When we listen to people talk, we can learn new information. We can connect with them 
and challenge our perspectives. We can challenge our perspectives by listening to people whom we agree with and disagree with. Being a good listener involves asking good questions. Most of us think we are great listeners, but we fail to connect. Why? In one of the books I've read, I learned about three types of listening. Internal listening, focused listening, and global listening. Internal listeners base everything on themselves. We may be hearing what others speak, but we pay attention to only how it affects us, our thoughts, our feelings. Focused listeners engage in a conversation to understand the person they are listening to based on emotions, facial expression, and posture. These lead to empathy, collaboration, and clarification. These kinds of listeners are respected and are counted as good friends to whom we can communicate with. They gain attraction and respect. Global listeners go beyond the speaker and the listener, taking account of action, inaction, and interaction of people involved. It is based on our intuition. The global listeners have the ability to read the impact and adjust accordingly. Global listeners know how their actions affect the conversation. Winston Churchill said, Courage is what it takes to stand up and speak. Courage is also what it takes to sit down and listen. Jim Ron recognized, Effective communication is 20% what you know and 80% how you feel about what you know. Communication is an essential part of life. When we speak naturally, we tend to use our hands and facial expression to communicate. Did you know that when someone talks, we tend to understand them with their emotions and not words? Effectively communicating through the silent language is the best way to improve our communication skills. How should we speak the silent language? The most common forms of the silent language are pace, pitch, tone, hand gestures, facial expressions, and posture. Using the silent language makes us communicate more than what we are thinking. Being able to balance our pace, voice, and tone helps the listener to understand emotionally what we are saying. The way an excited person would talk would sound at a fast pace, high pitch, and a happy tone. The same person would use their hands to communicate joy, their eyes would sparkle, and mouth gleaming with a smile. Finally, their posture would be upright. To conclude, I would like to state a quote by Peter Drucker. The most important thing in communication is hearing what isn't said.